Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor with Sierra Ridge Wealth Management in Sacramento, California. And my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. And if you haven't already, make sure to go check out the Wealth Accelerator channel on YouTube also. I've started making a bunch of YouTube videos. You know, some of these topics that we talk about on here, it's hard to comprehend them sometimes or actually grasp them if you're not seeing something in front of you on the screen. So um, working hard to get the YouTube channel up and running. So go check those videos out. All right, guys, I have a question for you today. And that is, would you walk outside during a lightning storm? Oh man, we used to get these crazy, crazy monsoons in Arizona. I'm talking, it would be just a hurricane out of nowhere. It would be seriously 100 degrees out. And this is always happens in June or July. It's in the middle of the summertime. And I'll, you know, I'd be out golfing or roping or doing whatever I was doing. And you know, actually that's shocking in itself remembering that <laughs> I used to have to go walk 18 holes and it'd be like 100 or 110 out and I didn't even care. It was before I could drive even a golf cart. So I didn't think anything of it. And now that we've moved to California, once it gets above like 80 or 85, I start complaining. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's way different. But anyways, you know, be out there playing golf, doing whatever you're doing. You just see this dark wall in the distance of clouds coming at you. And it's kind of crazy. If you're at the golf course, they would have sirens that would go off. And everybody's supposed to stop playing, go inside, and take shelter for 20 to 30 minutes and let the storm go away. And it seriously, only 20, 30 minutes, whole storm goes away. It's back to 100 degrees and sunny. And you just go on with your day like nothing happened. It is the craziest thing ever if you haven't experienced it. Almost actually not believable. But that's seriously what happens. And people actually die from them. If you're in uh, what's called the washes, and in Arizona we have all these old, used to be rivers, and they're just the river beds now that are just sand and there's no water in them, hardly ever. But when these monsoons come, they get huge flash floods and big walls of water that come roaring through these washes. And people do die. It's really, really crazy. Anyways, back to my point here. Would you walk outside during a lightning storm? I mean, I think most people go inside because nobody just likes sitting in the rain getting soaked. I mean, that's kind of psychotic. <laughs> but I also don't think that people are running for cover because you're afraid of getting struck by lightning. Maybe. I don't know. I've never done a poll on it. But <laughs> I'm just thinking that most people are not really afraid of getting hit by lightning because do you know what the actual odds are of getting hit? Yeah, I'm sure you have an estimate. It's very low. But I actually looked this up before I started recording. It's one in 500,000. That is a 0.0002% chance. So again, we all know that there's such a tiny chance of actually getting hit. And we don't panic when a storm comes. It's just whatever. We, we're not that worried about it. 
Okay, obviously this isn't about weather and your risk tolerance for weather-related injuries. <laughs> what it is about is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. If you haven't heard, it was recommended that you suspend your Johnson & Johnson shot because there's chances of getting blood clots. One person actually has died and a few others affected, and of course the market really reacted. The reopening plays, when this news came out, they were at a loss, and the stay-at-home stocks were doing really, really well. And remember, by reopening plays, I'm referring to airlines, hotels, cruise lines, all the things that people will do again when the economy 100% reopens. And the stay-at-home stocks are like the Zoom videos, different tech plays, Shopify, all the things that people utilize when they're quarantined, spending more time at home. But back to Johnson & Johnson, do you know actually how many people have been affected by these blood clots? Six. <laughs> all women between the ages of 18 to 48. And do you know how many people have gotten the J&J &J shot? 6.8 million. So remember that 0.0002% chance of getting hit by lightning. The chances of getting a blood clot from the Johnson & Johnson shot, it's currently, all right, bear with me here, 0.00008%. Way lower than getting hit by lightning. And that's just getting the blood clot. The chances of dying from the Johnson & Johnson shot you don't even want me to go into there just because I'll be saying zeros forever and it's just kind of annoying. <laughs> but again, both way lower than getting struck by lightning. All right, Hunter, what's the point here? Well, glad you asked. My point is we talked a lot about this in our investment committee meeting this week and how we should handle our models during the short run here going forward. You know, you can follow the technicals, watch the fundamentals, you can read charts, and all that stuff is really important. But at the end of the day, a lot of what's going to be driving the market is investor sentiment as well, especially in the short term here. So whether or not you got the shot, these, these numbers have nothing to do with that. That's not the point at all. I just wanted to point this out because many investors, it feels like they're almost looking and almost waiting for coronavirus news to be afraid of it. And it makes the markets move really quickly. People don't get scared when there's a thunderstorm. They don't hunker down. They don't go buy Campbell's soup and rice and just hide in their shelter from the weather when they see that there's going to be a storm coming on their iPhone on the weather forecast. No, they just go on with normal life. They put on a rain jacket. It's to be expected. They just continue living. But if something small goes wrong in the coronavirus atmosphere right now, there's a major knee-jerk reaction that really frightens investors really, really quickly. So as we were thinking about all of this in the investment committee meeting, we had this question that we just discussed, you know, where do we allocate funds going forward? A year ago, you know, we moved heavily into the stay at home plays. Our standard diversified portfolio that we normally use, it was changed dramatically and we leaned hard towards technology and stay at home plays. Now over the past four to six months, we've been repositioning, sector rotating, moving back towards reopening plays believing that you know we're in the later innings of this coronavirus landscape and we're on our way out. But what I believe is that you can't be too skewed one way or the other just yet. It's too early to call it quit on the stay-at-home stocks. You know, these vaccines, they're not perfect. Everybody knows that. And we're not going to be going back to normal tomorrow. It's going to take time. And if you've been getting out of the stay-at-home stocks, you've been just repositioning all into reopening plays, then, you know, when you get some days like we had this week where there's a little bit of negative news, your portfolio is going to lose out big time. You know, there's other days where we get really, really good news. They talk about how many people are getting vaccinated, how many vaccines are actually out there, lowering the age of eligible people to receive the vaccine. I mean, all of these good things. And then if you were just stuck in the stay-at-home stocks and never transitioned to some reopening plays, your, your portfolio lost on those days. 
Moral of my story here, guys, is I just believe it's too early to give up on the stay-at-home plays, and it's too early to put all your chips into the reopening investments. You have to have this balanced approach that's going to limit volatility for you going forward because it's not going away anytime soon. We're going to keep getting news in both directions, and the volatility is here to stay. And when news comes out as quickly as it does right now, it can sway things in one direction or the other really quickly. And, you know, we also talked about limiting our exposure to technology, to the entire sector, which has been a hot topic for the entire year. As if you're following the market at all, I'm sure you already know this, you know, tech ran up so, so fast. And then it took a big pullback a few months ago. And it just made people a little bit worried about the future volatility of that sector in general. Well, I'll tell you what, I think the tech sector, it's already almost becoming more of a safe haven for a long-term investment approach. Many of these companies, they were able to just excel during the lockdown periods and they're able to you know, help the reopening companies actually operate at more efficient levels. This whole experience that we went through over the past year, it seems to almost have been a mini industrial revolution for the tech space this time. We all learned so much, not, not only just major corporations, but every person out in the workforce, we all learned how much more efficient we can be from home and still communicating and make things happen from all across the country, all across the world even. So I'm still very bullish on some of these technology plays that we're utilizing in our current portfolios. So just remember guys, as we're hearing all of this news and you know, I don't have a crystal ball to tell me what's going to happen, but I'd have to imagine that we're going to get more news in the positive direction. And we're also going to hear some things that are going to scare investors also about the coronavirus, but just keep in the back of your mind, the question of would you walk outside in a lightning storm? Cause I think that that helps bring back the perspective of not needing to just trade super emotionally and not just freaking out about the news and thinking that you need to make major changes to your portfolio. So that's what I got for you today, guys. I just thought that it was a lot of, there was a lot of interesting stuff I was hearing about these numbers and how much people were panicking over something that just seems to be almost irrelevant. But you know, that being said, the goal is to always be able to help you as the investor, be able to stick to your guns, stick to your game plan and not just trade emotionally and just trading with different news swings. So guys, if you have any questions that you'd like answered, if you would like getting help with your portfolio and how it's set up to reach your financial goals, make sure to go over to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can jump on my personal calendar right there. I'd love to chat with you. Thanks for tuning in guys. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.